Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to The Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. Food Court is now in session. I am your host and judge, Richard Blaze, and in this podcast, I will tell you if you're right or wrong about your weird food opinions. So let's get into it today. Joining us in the court, we have a serious journalist who reports on global conflicts and has somehow found himself in the food court of the Behind the Bastards podcast. It's Robert Evans. Beow, beow, beow. Hey, not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, Robert? I am I am hungover and drinking lukewarm coffee. That's what's going on for me. It's a Friday, so that's pretty normal. This is perfect for the food court. That's how most people enter this court, Robert. So you're in you're in good shape. Good. Going up against Robert is a rapper, a spoken word artist, a poet, the host of the podcast Hood Politics and the co-host of the Red Couch Pod. It's propaganda. What up, what up, what up? I was smart enough to take some Tylenol before I went to bed, so I'm not uh not hungover. I like it. So now I'm assuming that you were were you, were you both in the same party last night no we're, no. we're in separate states uh, i love no. it you're just you're just you have a much better social calendar than i have no i actually spent a part of last night deep plucking and stripping a duck because uh, my friends have a bunch of ducks and the dog that i'm fostering accidentally murdered one last night so that was that was part of my party <laughs> okay. okay first of all that is without question like the beginning of a screenplay right there and and a podcast series yeah, you win, bro. I was like, I was just sitting on the porch with my brother-in-law. <laughs> that's all. That's all I did. And pluck a duck. 
<laughs> well, I don't have nice. a porch, so <laughs> so there's that. More exciting than watching uh, the latest episode of Mayor of Eastwood. That's how I spent my 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 night last night. Listen, propaganda. Can I? I know yeah. we're just meeting now, but can I call you prop or or? I mean, I would hope so, because to continue to call me propaganda would just be a little mm -hmm. too formal for me. So yeah, go ahead and go ahead and shorten that thing to prop. All right, prop. I like that too. It would be the formal uh, recognition here. Now listen, prop. What a year. Uh, you you've you've co-hosted a show about the insurrection this year that. It was only in January, but it feels like it, it, it was like a year or two ago already, doesn't it? Yeah, man. It's like the, the breakneck speed that, you know, our, our lives and our, uh, our culture is moving. Just, yeah, it's, things feel like a lifetime ago. And now, of course, you've made the next logical step. You've gone from a podcast about the insurrection to discussing butter in the food court. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. You know, you need the palate cleanser and, and discuss how... Yeah, butter should be on trial along with all the insurrectionists. <laughs> all right. I, I consider this an insurrection against flavor, by the way. Okay, okay, oh. okay. I, li I like it. We're, we're getting Coming into in with it. the hard bars already. All right. Mm -hmm. Getting into it already. Now, listen, uh, Robert, as a, as a journalist, you get to travel the world. So what are some of like the most interesting things that you've eaten as you've traveled? <sighs> so... I spent a decent amount of time in Ukraine back in 2015, and I'm not in love with Ukrainian cuisine, with one exception, and that's salo, which is basically you cook down bacon until it's like the consistency of guacamole, and it's incredible. Salo is one of my favorite, like, weird dishes that I've run across in the world. It's it's delightful. Okay, so I mean, it kills this you is slowly. bacon that not just gets that slowly, cooked down in, into a, like a spreadable, yeah, mashed I mean, up situation. That's how I would describe. I don't have no idea how you make it, but you come. You usually like see it like some old lady will bring it out in a pan, and you like have this salo that you dip stuff into and whatnot. And it's like, yeah, it's like mashed bacon. It's good. And, I gotta tell so, you, man, that sounds incredible. Yeah, it's delightful. It really does. I mean, you can open up a restaurant right now in Brooklyn with just that as the only menu item, probably, and just spread it on some toast. Mm -hmm. People love salo. All right, spread that rather than butter. There we go. We're getting into it. Now, Prop, listen, you are, you bust rhymes. Sorry for me saying that, but you bust rhymes, right? You're a freestylist. Yes. You're, 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 you're a hip hop enthusiast, a rapper. You've spent time on the road. So what about yes. you? What are some things that you've encountered in your travels? Oh, yeah. Some of the strangest, you know, foods and, well, strange to me because of where I'm from. But like, I'm pretty adventurous when it comes to my palate, you know. So yeah, South Africa has given me some of the like, raddest like combinations of food they have this this thing that looks that i can only describe as like the masa for a tamale but it's not that i don't know what it actually what the substance actually is but it reminds me of the masa for a tamale and then you put this seasoning that trans it's a zulu seasoning that translates to the word beg it just translates to beg but it's it's like it's probably the the spiciest, and I'm saying this as somebody who's married to a Southern Mexican, like first gen, like my mother-in-law doesn't buy salsa because they're not hot enough. She makes her own with, you know, jalapenos that they ship from Mexico. So that's probably the spiciest thing I've ever eaten in my life. I like it. And is it called, I, I just had an experience with something similar. The the masa texture, is it called fufu? Does that sound? Yes, that's the name. So Fufu, we just so we we just had we we we're filming uh, just got done filming Top Chef this year and we filmed uh -huh. in Portland. We had an amazing cast, and one yeah. of the chefs 
cooked this dish that was fufu. And to me, it reminded me of masa. Masa from a tamale, right? Or, or, or even matzah. Yeah. Really, really amazing. So yeah, but they yeah that that bag, bro. I took a whole jar back. I was like, this the hottest, and I mean, it's like that's like dip your pinky in. It put like four flakes on it. Like it's major. That's it. That's it. All right. So a chili head for sure. Yeah. Now listen. What are some of the opinions? You guys know each other. You're you're partying separately, but uh, in spirit collectively. Last yeah. night. What are some food debates that you have that are unrelated to today? Some strong food opinions. Uh, Robert, Robert, tell, 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 tell him your stance on zucchini. So I, 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 I support, you know, I think we criminalize too many plants in this country, but I think we should criminalize squash and zucchini. I, I, I don't think, I don't think any honest man needs to be able to walk around with a bunch of squash or zucchini. Now, I think we can make like medicinal exceptions for butternut squash, but I'm, mm. I'm, I'm against most forms of squash. All right, prop. Are you down with squash or no? I, it's like I'm not passing it either way. I'm never going to order it. I'm never going to be like, can I get a side of squash? Or, hey, are you guys going to make some squash today? That's never going to – I'm never going to ask for it. But if it's there, I'll eat it. You know, like, so I'm not sure it, it needs to be in, like, the prison industrial complex. But if it fell off the planet, like, if the earth stopped making zucchini or squash – tomorrow i wouldn't miss it yeah you listen i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna take a hard hot take here and i'm i'm a chef i'm the judge of this show i guess what guys mm -hmm. i kind of agree with you i kind of yeah okay agree good with good you. i'm there glad we go. we're getting an official anti-squash ruling so we can begin the purge i can take it or leave it you know <laughs> yeah, exactly right. that, squash that, begins but i think if it's like i can take it or leave it it's kind of like oh we don't need it right like if, if, if you don't need mm -hmm. it then leave it yeah that, that's a great argument now where what I do feel like needs to be shot into space and forgotten forever is pumpkin pie. Oh, ooh, now, see, that's this is where, where we disagree. I was yeah. to say, this is where I draw a line right here, Prop. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call out the obvious here. Like, I'm going to call out the obvious here. I'm the only black guy on this pod right now. And that's true. I'm going to say for absolute fact that <laughs> 100% minus the homie Kev on stage agrees with me that the only the only appropriate pie is sweet potato pie in this particular situation and i'm surprised robert as a southerner that you wouldn't argue the you wouldn't support the sweet potato movement the tater pie as y'all call it i i think it, i mean you know there's different kinds of southerner and i came from the uh the pumpkin pie well pumpkin okay. pie and and rhubarb pie those were like my my childhood pies okay and particularly pumpkin pie was always a uh, get up in the morning during the holidays and then as an adult get up hungover in the morning during the holidays and that's yeah. your breakfast is a huge slice of pumpkin pie with like liquor coffee and it's one of the very best things in the world when you have it that way <laughs> but i mean i feel like that was sweet potato though like that's you know what i'm saying and, and i just feel I, like... I suspect they're interchangeable for that use for sure yeah they're just it's just so deceiving because you 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 put your fork into a pumpkin pie expecting a sweet potato and then you're pissed <laughs> because it's not a sweet potato it's like stop being like i wish if pumpkin would just take on its own shape and color i feel like i wouldn't be as insulted by it you know i feel like this about like vegan options of things i feel like if you would just call it like like vegan mac and cheese i'm like don't call it that this is coconut sauce you know <laughs> butternut squash curly noodles 
Don't call yeah. it mac and cheese. Yeah, I, just listen, call I, it something else. I hear you on that. I think you're, I think you're right. If you're if you're gonna make a vegan burger, just call it a black bean patty. You don't need to call it a burger. Thank you. But just I call will, it a but, black bean. But prop, it's fine. Prop, I have to disagree. My thoughts on sweet potato and pumpkin pie is the exact opposite of yours. When I first experienced a sweet potato pie, I was like, oh, it's pumpkin pie, but with sweet potatoes. You have the reverse. Yeah, that's exactly my yeah. <laughs> And I think honestly, mm. most most people, you put both in front of them, they would not know the difference. Most people. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I've, they're strong opinions. And my, they are. It almost, they are. My uh, my family almost didn't accept my wife to be at the time when she attempted to bring a pumpkin pie into, and I warned her. I was like, <laughs> okay, you're gonna go meet my Ethel, and we're going to 64th of Vermont in South Central Los Angeles. Do not. I'm begging you do not bring this thing into her house. <laughs> like, I'm begging you, don't do this. <laughs> I love it. There is a, yeah. by the way, we're going to have to YouTube this, Crystal, because there is a 30 Rock segment with Tracy Morgan. And the scene is, they're at a restaurant, and the server is with Tracy Morgan and his boys, and the server's like, tonight's special is a pumpkin ravioli. And the server leaves the table, and Tracy turns to his boys, and he says, did he just say pumpkin to me? Yes. And he was super offended. Yes. You, you, now you're getting, now I hope the joke has just gotten a higher dimension for you as to like how offensive that feels where you're just like, what the? And then I used to tease, I used to tease my wife because I used to say, man, that's the, that's the, that's the dessert of the colonizer. Like y'all just like that. And then she came back to me and was like, well, pumpkin was discovered and cultivated by the Aztecs. And there we go. So actually, you have. By the way, the, touche. The taste mm -hmm. of the touche and I was right like, there. "Damn, pumpkin damn, is liberatory." Like, yeah, she was like, "This is—it's <laughs> indigenous. This is it's from the people's pie. It's the people's pie. Look at that oh, apple pie." <laughs> I love a good apple pie, but I'm, I love a great. I, you know, we have no argument yeah. there. I love a great apple. We, pie. I think it's we've very done. hard to not like apple pie. Have yeah. we done a pumpkin pie apple pie? We have no. Ooh, I'm I'm sensing a papple pie. A round two when yeah. the holidays come close. Yeah. I do want to circle back to the question of whether or not you know vegan patties should be called burgers and stuff because I have I generally agree with that, but there's one exception to the calling fake meat meat, and that's the 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 fake fried chicken at Doomy's Home Cooking in Los Angeles. Okay. I, yeah. I, I I'm fine with them calling it fried chicken. That I, that there, that makes the makes the cut for me. What's the differentiator there though? There's no discernible difference in taste. The spot that you just yeah. called out, I'm like, they figured yeah. it out. There's no... Yeah. You can't... I, I did not know it was vegan. I didn't know. It's an exceptional vegan restaurant yes. that's run by a guy who's not... As I understand it, Chef Doomy is not vegan. He's just a Cajun dude who had a bunch of vegan friends and was frustrated that there was no like heart-murdering soul food available for them. So he yeah. started like a soul food restaurant that's all... And it's incredible stuff. I'll um, drive all the way over to the, the west side for it. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. The yeah. biggest LA compliment you can make. I'll drive all the way to the west side for it. That is the most <laughs> I will possible. deal with traffic for their yes, food. Yes, I will take the 405 for you. All that right. is love. I am feeling this already. Yeah. You guys have already had three arguments and argued with me two or three times already. Today's episode, not about squash. Although, to, to put that to rest, here's the thing. Squash is easy to grow. That's why there's so much of it. Yeah. You throw it down in a, any sort of dirt pile, you're going to grow a lot of squash. But here we go. Robert, let us know in a sentence or so 
the case that you brought to the food court today? Well, we're talking about butter, right? We have a we have a, a major butter-related dispute. R.E. is butter good or is butter unpalatable? And I'm firmly on the yes to butter side. That's that's where I land on the great butter debate. All right, prop. I mean, uh, that means that you uh, dislike butter at least. Uh, I despise butter. Do I need to start Baffling. building my case yet? Uh, no, we're gonna get into that. Do do not. Okay. But I just... Yeah. No, I just I think. I think butter is just, uh, it's objectively gross uh -oh. and it's actively killing you. So I think that these are two great arguments against it. All right, fair enough. Now listen, as no, a French- No, I can't deny it. Yeah, as oh, a French sorry. trained chef, this one's gonna be tough to me because you could say that I use a lot of butter, but I'm gonna try my best <laughs> to be impartial and judge based only on the arguments today. Uh, not about my own personal feelings. Also, before we get going, Prop, I just want to let you know, the amazing chef Gregory Gourdet came in on this podcast a few episodes ago and mm -hmm. also dropped the bomb at the end of the show that he hates butter, that he cannot stand nice. butter. And he also happens to be one of the chefs that I respect the most. So you're okay. not alone, even when it okay. comes to chefs. Okay, okay, good when to know. When it comes to the dislike for butter. Now, before we get going with the debate here at Food Court, we love to have a quick trivia round before the oral arguments. The winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order you present. So let's okay. see which one of you knows the most about whatever random stuff I throw at you. And when I say I, I mean Crystal. Robert, what is your sound effect going to be for the trivia? Like a like a cicada? Can we can we get a cicada <laughs> drone here? That seems apropos. Are you gonna make the noise with your? Are you gonna beatbox uh, yeah, the cicada? Yeah, yeah. I'll make I'll make I'll do I'll do the cicada noise. <laughs> yeah, that's more or less it, right? <laughs> I mean, right. I'm not sure I'm identifying it as a cicada, but it's a, a flying insect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's more or less a cicada. <laughs> Okay, the fair enough, that works. Them. And Prop, what about you? What sound effect are you going to use? I'm definitely going with the dancehall air horn. I mean, easy. Mm -hmm. easy. By the way, taking me back for the two days that, believe it or not, in my life, I was somewhat of a part of a bouncing crew at a reggae dancehall. Stone love forever. So, you, wait, you were a part of the, like, security? I mean, I was just, I was checking the list. Okay, uh, but yes, I was, I was, I was not part of the security, but it was a there great. There needs to be an entire podcast that's just stories about a dance hall club because there's something so unique about that place. But a absolutely, and there's no other place where you can get curry goat at 4 a.m. Right, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. All right, here we go. I could go for some curry Question goat, one. Getting into it, uh, we're going. <laughs> Prop is taking the 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 dance hall air horn. Okay. Robert's gonna make the cicada noise. Here we go, question one, to see who goes first in the actual debate. Name the Queens-based rap group that has a song with the lines, not no parquet, not no margarine, strictly butter, baby, strictly butter. I'm not doing justice oh, to that. Yeah, <laughs> I can do a slow one. You're gonna get this <laughs> one. Uh, there we go, the slow, unenthusiastic air Ooh. horn prop. The answer is? Come on, man, run DMC. Ooh, ooh, I'm sure you're right. I actually, that's probably my, it's not Run DMC. And I might have did a disservice oh. to the lyrics there because the way I read it. Um, hold on. A matter of fact, I want to give a, I'm going to drop a hint here. I feel like the, the song might have been called Butter. Um, One so, of my favorite legendary. So you're talking about, it's like Butter, baby. It's like Butter, it's like Butter, baby. Okay. Yeah. So let me up your hip hop lessons here. All right. Okay, so that song by the one and only LL Cool J. 
Oh. Okay. All right. Yes. 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 That butter, like butter baby song by the one and only LL Cool J was referencing a Rev Run verse. Ooh. Okay. From Run uh, DMC. Listen, I did not write the question, but the okay. the uh, Crystal, am the, I? How am I doing, Crystal? Okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> now, if the tribe, now if the tribe did it, you may have gotten me, and that's a little embarrassing because I should know a tribe. Yeah, how could you song. not get that prop? I might be losing stripes I here. Know. <laughs> no, I think. By the way, the fact was you rattled off at least three different artists who have said lyrics very similar. So the answer is Tribe Called Quest. Okay. But here's how food court works: prop, you're getting a half a point. Because I'm at least you participated in the answer. Robert, you had no response to this one. Of course I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea who that was from. Dang, that's the tribe. I, oh, man, my friends are going to mm -hmm. kill me. Now I can't yeah. share this pod because I just took a hip-hop L. Mm -hmm. anyway. nah, no worries, no worries. I think it might have even been a track that Fife was. It was a, it's okay. it was a track that Fife was uh, rhyming on mainly. All right, here Ooh, we go. go. It is half a point to prop, zero points to Robert. Question two in the trivia. And I'm sorry, this is a question that might gross you out, Prop, but how many sticks of butter does the average American eat in a year? This is multiple choice. How many sticks of butter does the average American eat? Just to, as reference, okay. a stick is a quarter of a pound. A, 31, B, 12, C, 19, D, 23. Bzzz. That's gonna be Robert yeah. Evans with more of like a, 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 door, a, a, a doorman's buzzer. Okay, that's bad. Yeah, that's the insect. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What's whatever. Awful. All right. I'm going to guess 19. The answer is Do you want to take a shot at it, prop? That I'm, I'm I feel like Robert did with the hip hop question. I'm like this I uh -oh. I don't know, 12. <laughs> well, I mean, the difficulty for me in guessing this is that I have to not assume my own butter consumption because during the holidays, I can put 19 sticks of butter in a single serving of mashed potatoes. Oh, my God. Which is the proper amount. Oh. Mashed potatoes should be about 80% butter by weight. I agree with the mashed potato commentary for sure. The correct answer mm -hmm. was 19. The Dang, correct answer was oh, yeah. 19. So Dang. you are right. Robert gets a point. One point to Robert, a half a point for prop. So that Word. means heading into the last question here will determine who gets to present their case first. Okay, question three. In macroeconomics, okay. which is a term I don't use frequently, no. okay. what is the term used when referring to the dynamics involved in a federal government's allocation to defense for social programs when deciding the budget. This is clearly a question geared towards, I, well, I, I don't know who's, it's not geared towards me, that's for yeah. sure. We both of us should know this. The macroeconomical term for setting the budget for social issues? Federal uh, no, government's defense, allocation right? to defense versus social programs when deciding the budget. Hint. Oh wait, to defend, wait. Zzz, All right, zzz, uh, Robert, buzzing in. Is it allocation? Is that the term you're looking for? Ooh, I will say this. I'm going to give it, drop you a hint. The word butter is in this. The word butter is in the answer. Oh, God. Oh. Huh. Um, I'm looking, my eyes are going right up and to the right to access a certain part of my, <laughs> my prefrontal cortex, and I'm finding nothing. Like, yeah. I got nothing. 
No worries, no worries. The correct answer per crystal is guns and butter. Representing oh, okay. So oh, like a colloquial man. term. So like a slang term. Okay. I thought it was like what they call it, you know, in the in the in the budget itself. Yeah, okay. you juked it's like us. A slang with, term. Yeah, I thought it was I was like, that's allocation. Yeah, guns and butter, but I was like, yeah, you juked bread us. And circuses. Sure. Yeah, you juked us with the macroeconomic. Like that yeah. made me go academic. That was a good juke. And all, in all fairness, Crystal, mm-hmm. I have to say that's the hardest trivia round we've ever had on the show. Like no, no joke. Like that it was is tough. usually like, what's another name for squash gourd, right? You guys got like some really, really deep dives right some there. Some deep cut hip hop that has like three Russian Easter eggs of references in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, from like 1989. All right, that means, I guess technically Crystal, does that mean that Robert, yeah. Robert won the Sorry, trivia Robert. by a yeah. half a point? So, Robert, you get to make the hardest decision of food court. Do you want to present your argument about butter first or second? Oh, I want to go second. Man, you want to battle, you go first. Okay. (laughs) There we go. Robert's going to present second, taking the baseball approach. He'll be the home team. Mm -hmm. We'll get into the arguments in a second. But before we do that, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We are back in the food court today to recap. We have in the food court, Robert Evans and Propaganda arguing about butter. That's right, butter. The way this works is that each Mm -hmm. of you will have three minutes to state your case. During the three minutes, you cannot use your time to say negative things about your opponent's case. We're not going negative. You'll have time to do that in the rebuttal round. So the first three minutes is going to go to Prop. You're up first. Robert won the trivia round. You'll have three minutes to let us know why you can't stand and why we all maybe shouldn't be enjoying Mm -hmm. as much butter as some of us do. Prop, you ready? Yes. Your three minutes starts now. Okay, three minutes. I'm going to give you the way to navigate my argument. I'm going to give you three positions. I'm going to give you a health position, 
maybe not in this order though. I'm gonna give you a health position, I'm gonna give you a texture position, and I'm gonna give you a, a basic concept of position. So let me start first with the basic concept position. I don't know anybody who sees something and says, I'm gonna wait till this rots and then mix it with oil and then eat it, right? So I'm gonna start off with the idea that like, this is rotten milk, it's rotten. And so it's spoiled. So the concept of it, I mean, it's, uh, it's you, I don't understand why, first of all, I don't really like milk very much, but the idea of taking a dairy and ruining it and then saying now it's right, conceptually is just absolutely barbaric. My second argument is an argument of texture and, and, and taste in, in the sense that like, what is this mouth feeling? Like, what is that? I, I just, it's I, it, like, what state of matter is this? Is it a solid? Is it a liquid? Like this, there, it doesn't, there's, what is this smell? Like, I, none of it, just none of it makes sense to me, right? This, it doesn't feel right. If, 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 if is this Crisco, is this cold, like Crisco? I, I, what is this? Like, there's, is it soap? Like it's, I don't understand. I, 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 you see how like it's. It feels like it feels like it's already digested food. Like this food is already digested, and you want me to digest it again? I, I just. I, it, this is ridiculous. If you've accidentally touched a piece of poop, this is. I mean, any parent has accidentally touched poop. I'm like it's the way butter feels. So I can never disassociate the 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 two and then lastly my argument is it's actively killing you your arteries are being clogged there are plenty of other alternatives of things you can put on things that aren't actively ruining your heart are i we can your your life is being cut short by every stick you are putting in your body this stick of things that are the texture of human feces and is already rotten and all of that puts together this idea of this just tastes, feels in my mouth and in my hand, awful. That's that's my uh, case. That was and words. It, uh, very elegantly stated. Never. First of all, I will say this. I mean, I just want to. I I do feel like if your if your stool feels like <laughs> butter. It's not probably not a health like that. I don't. I don't. That's the one where I'm, I'm, I'm challenging right off the bat that feel. But you have also totally now altered my appreciation or or lack of of butter at this point. Poop is butter. Now, one thing that you said I thought I really loved was soap. And the fact is that soap is made of fat and butter is fat. So mm -hmm. that one is breaking down yeah. some chemistry right there. Yeah, so um, I'm like, why, why, why would I eat this? Yeah, and bringing up the aged fact of butter. Is it rotten? Not so sure it's rotten, but it's definitely aged. It's definitely a byproduct of, and of course, what we were all expecting, the unhealthy aspect of butter, what it does to your arteries should you be enjoying it. Robert, a tough three minutes from prop right there. He threw down many, many facts. 
He talked about texture right. and health. Well, your three minutes as to why <laughs> butter is awesome starts now. Let's start by talking about health, okay? Now, I have always believed that one of the best ways to approach the question of longevity is not to try and seek the absolute maximum number of years you can get out of this life because a variety of things that happen when you get to be more infirm can cannot be super pleasant. I think a good way to live is to to live long and die fast, right? When it comes, you want it to come instantly, and butter helps it come fast. Heart attack, that's a fast way to go. That's a fast way to go. And you're going to earn that end because you've been eating a lot of delicious food that's going to make the years that lead up to that quick end more worthwhile. Now, let's talk about the benefits of butter from a culinary standpoint. It's one of the most diverse foodstuffs it is. If you, One of the things you can do with butter that I love to do with butter, you leave a stick of butter out, room temperature, right? Keep a little bit of cap on it, grab a piece of bread or something, smear some butter on that motherfucker, walk outside with a cup of coffee and buttered bread. You don't got to do anything more than that, and you're having a damn good time. You could put a little bit of prosciutto on that if you want, like whatever, it's all on you. You don't need any more than that, but you can get it. You can also use butter. You got to make some cookies, right? You got to make a pie. You're going to use butter almost any delicious thing that you want to make. And in fact, unless you're really working hard to do the vegan thing, it's almost impossible to completely avoid butter because it's used in so many different foods. So even if you don't like butter and its texture, I'll guarantee you're eating some pie, you're eating some cake, you're eating some cookies that wouldn't be able to exist in their present form without butter. You know, we can talk about what it what it takes to make butter, you know, how unpleasant certain realities of crafting butter are. But I think that's that's something I think we all can also appreciate. You know, it's like with alcohol, alcohol, a lot of gross stuff has to happen to make a beer doesn't mean beer's not good. You know, the final product is what we love. And I think that butter is a fundamentally clean and pure product. You can see it when you when you cut through a stick of warm butter with a knife. It just feels pure. It's like it's like what looking at a gold bar. It just feels so good. And so does there's so many wonderful ways to get butter. My personal favorite, when you're in like Pennsylvania or one of these places with big Amish population, you get those like Yule logs of butter. Oh my god. Unwrapping one of those, one of the most sad satisfying things you can do with a food product and butter you know we, we oh okay we're, <laughs> we're done <laughs> chiming in at the end of the three minutes robert breaking it down live long die mm -hmm. fast eat butter <laughs> that's a title for you and also really breaking down a really interesting point hey if you like sweet things cake cookies pie dough you probably like butter you probably like butter. That's something that we might have to ask prop. Getting into the rebuttal round. Here we go. Two minutes, gentlemen, as we head into the back nine of our episode today. Prop, two minutes to let Robert know why he's absolutely I love it. wrong. Well, butter as a cooking ingredient in cookies and such means I don't taste it anymore. So it's gone. It is now something else. I don't taste when cooking other things i can't i'm not biting something and and separating each flavor out of it i'm biting the new thing so butter as a as a member of the whole is a totally different argument than butter as a standalone so you could throw that one out the window and you're living long and dying fast i mean you've you've kind of guaranteed the dying fast but you've ended the living long 
so I, you just you're not living long. You're just living short and dying fast. So that's an issue. And lastly, you're you, as my 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 breakfast. You could I mean, there's you can have a slice of bread and there's Nutella, there's syrup, there's peanut butter, there's hazelnut cream. There are so many other things that are, I'm going to argue, remarkably more glorious than a room temperature piece of plasma that is made of what I'm actively trying to burn off every time I go exercise. Crystal, I mean, point for point, I feel like you've you've been in a freestyle battle before, probably. I, I have, mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's just... Okay. <laughs> because the, the... Come up with responses immediately. Absolutely. Yes. You're trying to burn off the stuff you're eating. I love the response to butter. It, it, you're right. Like, you're not eating a pie and thinking about, ooh, this tastes like butter. You're thinking that this is a pie. It, it changes its texture. It changes its flavor. Robert, that was a strong rebuttal. Your two-minute rebuttal to prop starts now. Well, I think a big part of his rebuttal is him rebutting himself because he's pointing out that butter can be delightful and, and incredibly important in his diet just when it's not in its raw form. But that's one of the things that's wonderful about butter is its versatility, is that it can be turned into virtually anything or made into a part of virtually anything and you miss it when it's gone. Is anyone who's had like a cookie or a pie made with a fake butter or a butter substitute can tell you the thing that is irreplaceable is what butter does and I, I you know we can all enjoy some hazelnut butters and whatnot but as to your point about it being made of the same thing you're trying to get rid of there's just as much fat and that kind of stuff it's not really better for you it's just mimicking butter both in terms of its flavor and its consistency and in terms of its health impacts now we can have a question about what it actually means to live long but I think I would know that stress kills and very few things alleviate stress better than eating a pie. So that's going to be my, my rebuttal. <laughs> Whew, it's a hot one in the food court today. Touche. Nothing relieves stress like eating a pie. Can't say I disagree with that. Two crazy rebuttals right there. The best rebuttal we've had, at least in season two for sure. And I can't remember season one. Now it comes time for me to make my verdict. I'm going to go retire to the chambers. When I come back, I'll have a decision. Till then, let's take a quick break. I'll see he gets chambers prop. We ought to have chambers. Yeah, we should have chambers. <laughs> let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Professional chef running a lap. Mm -hmm. Hey, I've run six New York City marathons. Let's go. That's why you can have all that butter. <laughs> there it is. We are back in the food court. It is propaganda versus Robert Evans, the battle of butter. Should you have it? Should it be in the world? Should you touch it? Maybe not after a oh. uh, props argument right there. I have thought long and hard about this verdict, basically about 21 seconds today. Ooh. Before I deliver my final verdict, prop Robert, is there any last thing you want to say to this court that could potentially alter my decision? Hmm. I don't know, man. I I'm mostly just glad. It just tastes oh. weird. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, I'm mostly glad we're on the same page about squash. <laughs> yeah, amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, there it is. This court decides in favor of... We are pro-butter. Robert Evans. I cannot imagine a world without butter. Jeez. Although I'm going to have to touch it now to make Sheesh. sure that it does not feel like feces. I mean, he's right oh. about Prop. that. It does kind of feel like poop. Live fast, die young. It's a great Nothing argument. Nothing relieves stress like a buttery, flaky pie dough. Prop, you 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 look a little disappointed. Our, our our listeners can't see it. I'm disappointed because the arguments, his arguments, are great. <laughs> they actually make a lot of sense. You're absolutely right. Butter's very easy. It's in everything. It's on your table or in the fridge. It's up to you. You, I, yeah, every dessert I actually enjoy have butter in it. There are times when I'm making eggs, you know, over easy, over medium. And if I don't got the expensive avocado oil, a little bit of What's butter on butter? the pan, and they do taste better. Mm. The problem is butter's gross. And I just, I can't get past the molecules in my tongue and the feeling for which it invokes that I'm like, it's just gross. But Everything he said is correct. So I'm in this existential crisis because I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I feel like my life would be much easier if I enjoyed butter. Mm, mm. And, and I think honest, honest people have to, have to grapple with this. Yes. <laughs> well said. Uh, an amazing debate. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to Food Court. I'm Richard Blaze, and I've been your judge. Thank you so much for coming, gentlemen. It was, it was an epic ride. I hope you both had a good time. Let's go. For more Robert, check out his new fiction podcast that just dropped called After the Revolution. And of course, Behind the Bastards, both right here on iHeart. He's on Twitter at IWriteOK. What's your new show like, Robert? It's, it's a book that I wrote after reporting from a couple of war zones and then needing to process all of that. And yeah, it's, it's both free as a podcast and there will be an EPUB uh, up free online on a website that will exist at some point in the future. Unbelievable. Got to check it out. And Prop, check out his new book, Terraform, Build a Better World, and his podcast, Hood Politics, and on Twitter and Instagram at Prop. 
hip hop. Hey, listen, everyone, what do you think? Do you think I got it wrong? Do you like butter? Do you not like butter? Can you not stand it? Are you lurking out there feeling brave enough to announce that you didn't like butter? I know you will because there's lots of trolls out there. Go to Food Court Pod Instagram and vote. You can also find me across social media at Richard Blaze and on TikTok at Richard Blaze Official. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Bamahi. Food Court was created by our executive producer, Christopher Hasiatis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are David Wasserman and Jasmine Blaze. The theme song is by Jason Neesmith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.